morning to PYP friends from around the world. This is Luke Gerlach, and you have come to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. Whether you're a PYP teacher or trying to learn a little bit more about um, our fabulous program, we're so glad you're here. Today we're going to look at, um, this is episode 17, we're going to look at taking simple actions now. Upon reflection of the last episode, I realized my so-called easy action was probably still hard for many people to begin with students. And this started out how to break down action to kind of a 1.5 level, where it's not too easy, but it's not too hard. And to be honest, this is actually harder than you think. So how do we make it harder than the easiest level, but not hard as the medium? And that word medium popped into my mind. And for some reason, it reminded me of an experience I had when I lived in Germany. I It was during my first year, and I went with a friend of mine that was German. And I attended a barbecue that was hosted by her friend who was legendary for making spicy foods, including a, an inferno salsa. Only the bravest of the brave in Germany would try it. Because as a whole... They don't like spicy foods. Just to give you an example, sweet and spicy egg roll sauce that we use is too spicy for most Germans. So imagine Inferno heat salsa. And growing up in California and being half Korean, I'm used to a lot of hot stuff. Basically, as a baby, I was probably fed kimchi. And I also partake in a lot of um, salsa in my day. I'm, I can, I have a high, you know, heat threshold. And I took this chili challenge and I, honest to goodness, I still dream of this salsa. It was one of the best salsas I've ever eaten. And it was this vat and I just wanted to swim in it. And as the crowd looked at me, they all gasped as I was eating and I took another bite. They just couldn't imagine someone was brave enough. And I remember this person from the crowd asked me about the heat level. And my singular response was medium. And of course, there was a collect collective gasp by everyone. And this one woman sitting next to me shrieked, medium, medium. And the whole night long, I swear, she walked and she sat next to me and just said, looked at me, media. And I think that's how most people think about me in this process of my thinking of podcasts. You think this is medium grade? I don't think so. And I think most people, and I'm like this at my own school, so don't worry. You know, they look at me as the two-headed dog named Fluffy from Harry Potter that, you know, you say that this is easy. How are we supposed to get past this? So that thought resonated in my mind of, okay, so how can we break this down even further so that you don't walk away with action feeling like, I'm having the wrong kind of action being delivered. We're trying to get up to the level three because that's the expectation of the PYP. But how are we going to scaffold up? If our kids aren't taking action at all, or they're very taking very limited action, how can we move it up? How can we build up that heat level so that it 
you know, I heard a really good thing from Simon Sinek uh, yesterday. He said that it, it, it's not that people don't like change. They don't like immediate change. They rather like gradual change. And so how are we going to create this gradual change for our students? Instead of saying, all right, now, kids, we're doing participation and freaking them out. How can we build up from what they know, then take it to the next level and to the level after that? And I think that's the piece that I'm thinking about as we're thinking about our kiddos and how we're going to get them to take action, especially in this weird time where they're at home, possibly. And they don't know how to take action in their limited space. So we've got to be able to make it so it's accessible. So a reminder that level one thinking is, it, it, it's the basic stuff. It's it's like turning off the light switch, um, refilling water bottles. And for some of our kiddos, they're still level one, and that's a-okay. Um, but do our kids understand the purpose of taking action? That's really at the heart of it. You know, and one of the simplest ways to think about action is posing a scenario that's relevant to them. And having them brainstorm how to solve it. So here we go. This is a possible scenario. So a brand new student is sitting by themselves at recess. Let's pretend we're in a normal school year. And if some of you are back to school, they're sitting by themselves. So what can we do? And most of the time, and I think that's the question that we're phrasing. What can we do? We're now soliciting a doing response, right? So possible actions that instantly came to my mind that a child would think of. We'll go sit next to this child. Be his recess buddy. Show him around the playground. Invite him to play a game. Find out about his hobbies. All great actions, right? But how do we incorporate level two? So once... And they have to know level one, those things, that those are actions. When we're sitting next to a new person, that's taking action. That's that's owning our responsibility as a community member to help someone else in need. Um, and it can be little like that. It doesn't have to be grandiose. And like I said, I think those little actions build up to a disposition more than saving the rainforest, right? And so... Once they have a grasp of that level one action, now we want to help them to kind of classify that level one action using level two. So we want to remind ourselves, what are the definitions of level two action? I've grouped them into action within and action beyond. Remember, action within is within ourselves. What are we doing inside of our being to change ourselves. So one of those action within is thinking. And remember, thinking is opening our mind to solve problems differently. We're looking in a different way of how to solve a problem. Second one, feeling. We're getting in touch with our feelings and owning them. And recognizing that changing our feelings about something is equally valid. Fabulous, right? Knowing, gaining an understanding of the world. 
learning something new that I didn't know before by engaging in some new content in a new way. Being, knowing our place in the world. Where do I fit in? How am I uniquely different than everyone else? And that's okay. In fact, that's to be celebrated. So now we're going to look at action beyond. Doing, making the world a better place through our actions. So those things that we looked at are doing, right? We're physically doing something. Saying, having the courage to speak our mind. So we could say something in a variety of ways with our physical voice, our written voice, through audio, through media, different types of media, through video, through vlogs, through blogs. That's saying, so it's not just physically the articulation from our mouths. So consider the level one actions we took. At first glance, they appear to be mostly doing and knowing because of how we worded that question and that action, right? Um, so if you're looking at sit next to him, that's a doing. We're physically doing something with our body. Be his recess buddy, doing. Show him around the pay playground, doing. Invite him into a game, doing. Find out his hobbies. That's more knowing. We're getting to know them, right? Getting, building our knowledge set of them. So how can we reword these same actions and make them richer or more balanced with the actions within and the actions beyond? So here's a look at the same situation, right? Of the boy, the new first grade student sitting by himself at recess. Instead of asking, what should we do? We should ask, what type of action should we take? Totally different. So within, so let's look at it from thinking. We might ask ourselves different questions here, right? Because that to me is the heart of how we process information within. So thinking, a good question. How can I make the new boy feel included? That's using some thinking skills. And now we're brainstorming, right? And we might be doing these things under the radar and the manifestation is the doing, right? But we have to stop and say, hmm, what's some of the action within we don't see? Feeling. I bet he's feeling rather lonely right now. What can I do to make him feel so he's not so uncomfortable? Or what can I do to make him feel more comfortable? I like that better. Knowing. How can I get to know more about him? What was his last school like? How about his best friend? What does he like to do on his free time? Being. I wonder how I would feel if I had to move to a new school and leave all my friends behind. Do you see how asking what kind of action can you take opens it up? That's what we want. Because we want our kids to engage with the thinking, feeling, knowing, and being. 
because that creates a disposition that deepens it. And now going beyond doing, I'm going to sit next to him on the bench. So that's our action, right? Saying, hi, would you like to play with me? Imagine how different learning would be if we change the question from what action should we do to what kind of action should we take? Or what are the different types of action can we take? Now it opens it up. This is something to consider as you are thinking about making action a little bit more deeper. Can you imagine how this process would also be amazing uh, reflective, uh, reflective tool on reflecting on positive and negative behavior. So if students exhibit a negative behavior, can you imagine having them process and go through this considering multiple perspectives? Whoa. Students um, would be able to see situations outside of themselves and be able to identify their feelings and behaviors and how they impact others. And that, to me, is the most important part of action. Are you getting the goosebumps like I am? So think about your learning situation. How can you bring this new way of thinking about action into your room? I think this one is doable. Then build up to the medium heat and then the high, right? How are you going to bridge that? Because right now, even if you're in a virtual space, you have a great opportunity to bring about action in the learning environment. So think about ways that you can modify this for your learning situation. I'd love to hear from you on my website, um, thinkchat2020.weebly.com. Leave a comment under my blog. Um, this reminder is 17. Also, social media, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm going to be under thinkchat2020. Under LinkedIn, I'm going to be Lou Gerlach. Uh, so give me a shout out. Also on uh, Facebook, Think Chat 2020. Would love to hear from you and your ideas. As always, have a wonderful day and we'll see you in the next episode.